Welcome to the Rody Runback. I'm your host, Jeff Marone, and I have a great interview for you guys today with Coach Antonio Anderson. He is the head coach of Springfield Commonwealth Academy Boys Basketball Team, and I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus Podcast. We're going to detail into our local high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. Welcome to the Roadie Runback. We are on episode 101, and I'm happy to bring to you another great episode today. We have an awesome one with Coach Antonio Anderson. He is the head coach of Springfield Commonwealth Academy's boys basketball team. And it's just been a great interview getting to know Coach Anderson. Coach Anderson has a great basketball background, and we talked about this. He played at Memphis for college. He played under Coach Cali, went to the national championship game when he had Derek Rose and Chris Douglas Roberts and uh, Dozier and all those, that big that team that uh, ended up losing to Kansas unfortunately in overtime. But it's awesome to hear, uh, you know, his background and how he got to play at Memphis and where how he got linked up with Coach Cal as well as he played in the NBA for uh, under a ten day contract with Oklahoma City Thunder. Played in the G League, played overseas, and then kicked off his coaching career, uh, which has been a great one uh, so far. He goes into the background of his coaching. His recent job was at Lynn English his high school in hometown, where he had won a uh, you know two back to back state championships there. And then before taking the, the his current position here at Springfield Springfield Commonwealth Academy, where he's doing a great job recruiting and bringing in boys there. He's brought in already four of our Rhode Islanders there, so just awesome to see that. Very exciting to see those guys go on to play for such a, a great great coach and uh those four guys are sebastian thomas stanley ure uh colin morales and justin perez so very exciting to see all those guys be playing together on the same team definitely going to catch me at some games at springfield commonwealth but we'll get more into that with coaches interview but before we get into the interview remember you guys can watch today's episode on youtube uh by searching the roadie run back uh or you can also just stay tuned and listen here on the current platform and if you can't find us on youtube just go to our instagram page the roadie run back and click the link in my profile and you can watch the page uh the youtube from there all right now for an interview with coach anderson all right all right on today's show i welcome on a very very special guest he is the head coach of Springfield Commonwealth Academy boys basketball team. I welcome on Coach Antonio Anderson. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. How's everything? It's going It's going well, Coach. I can't complain on my end. Coach, very exciting news. Uh, we're going to jump right into this because you recently just uh, accepted a job at Springfield Commonwealth Academy. What is the decision to come to Springfield Commonwealth Academy, and what's that feeling like? Oh, man, it's feeling good, um, you know. With the with the administration over there, with you know Darren and Andre and those guys, you know it was a long process, um, you know like a two month process. But um, when they gave me the call and you know offered me the position, I was I was very grateful. Um, you know, growing up in New England and playing in New England prep school basketball myself, um, know how important I know how important that is. Um, but leaving my hometown was tough. Um, been coaching there for four years, been super tough, helping build the program up, man, and, um, you know, helping change some kids' lives. So 
that was a hard part for me. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you know, in the coaching world or playing or whatever it is you do in life, you want to you want to try to better yourself in your career. And you know, it was just an opportunity. I couldn't turn away. That's awesome. Well, yeah, it's very exciting. And we'll talk about what you did at uh, Lynn, Lynn in English High School because you did an amazing thing there and completely changed the program uh, there. But when you take over a program like Springfield Commonwealth, what's the first thing you're looking to do and, uh, you know, create a culture there? See, see what they have there. She was coming back and then hit the ground running, man. You know, in, in the prep school world, man, it's about connections. It's about knowing people. I've been fortunate enough to know a ton of people uh, in New England area and Memphis and New York, New Jersey, DC, and, and been able to reach out to those people and see what see what's out there, man, and trying to put the pieces together to, to build, to start the build of a program. Um, you know, this year coming up, we're gonna try to get a great group of guys in there, man, who are just willing to compete. Um, some got some kids who already got a bunch of scholarship offers and looks. So we're gonna mix those guys in with some other guys and that can probably help some other guys get some looks and hopefully everybody's successful at the end of the day. Yeah, I love it. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's very exciting for you uh, and an exciting time for Springfield Commonwealth because they definitely got their guy. It's definitely uh, great to see what you're going to do over there and build that program and the culture there. And also, what's it like? You got a few of our, our fellow Rhode Islanders playing for you. Like, what's that? What's, what's those like getting those Rhode Islander guys come to you, Stanley Ure and Kyle Mor Morales and Justin Perez? Oh, man, Perez is my guy. Kick and play, man. You know, um, I knew Nick for a while and Ray. I knew Ray for a while as well, man. So when I got the job, I called some of the AU guys who I know. And, you know, Nick's like, come, you know, come watch us practice, man. And fell in love with Justin. The kid just plays so hard. You know, he does whatever it takes to win, man. He can make shots. Comes from a winning program at Hendrickson. <clears throat> so he, he, he knows how to win. Um, you know, he, he knows how to play hard. He's been very well coached. So getting guys like that are huge, um, who, who are, those are program changers, bringing that winning mentality um, is second to none for me because when you have guys like that who just want to win and do what it takes to win, it's hard to lose. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Justin's a, I mean, a great, great basketball player. Came from a great program. Same thing with Stanley and Colin. They're both, both great, great players. They came from great programs as well, too. So you're extremely lucky to be coaching those, uh, all three of those young men, coach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the goal, man. You know, just, just try to get some amazing kids, man. You know, you know, getting to know these kids as time been going on. It's been fun, you know, texting them and talking to them, trying to talk to their parents as well. Just trying to get to know everybody is different, man. Um, but at the same time, it's been a great, great process, um, you know, getting to know the parents, getting to know the kids, watching a ton of their AU games and going on YouTube and finding some high school games, just seeing how they play, just learning more about them, um, you know, just part of part of coaching, especially on this level. So, um, you know, building that building that trust with them is, is the biggest thing for me. And um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Do you guys know when your first game is? For uh, Springfield? Uh, no, um, you know, we, we still have to, you know, do the scheduling um, and things of that nature. I move up there in two weeks, June 1st. So, uh, you know, once I'm there, man, we'll sit down and crack down the schedule, reach out to some coaches and, and, and try to schedule a few games um, and, for, for, you know, try to make it happen, man. That's awesome. What's the, what's the first thing you're going to do when you get to Springfield? Are you going to go to the Hall of Fame? Uh, man, I've been there plenty of times, man. You know, my, my college coach is in there, so. It's always good to go, go, go sit by there, send him a picture, um, <laughs> and, and let him let him know let him know I'm checking on him. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. That's great. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, got, I just got to find uh, some, some good food places out there, man. We got some really good food in Lynn, so hopefully Springfield can live up to that. Yeah. If I have any suggestions or if I, if I get anyone who has any suggestions, definitely send us like comments or anything like that. Cause I'm always interested too, because good, I'm a food, I love food. So like if we can find good food places, let, let coach know. Yeah. Oh man. Coach Kyle is awesome, man. You know, anytime you play for a hall of fame type coach, it, it's, it's out of this world. You know, he, he taught, he teaches you so much, <clears throat> um, not just as a player, but as a person. Um, teaches you, you know, teaches about family and building our family atmosphere as a, as a player. And me as a coach, that's the same thing I try to bring to my team. So, um, you know, you learn so much for those guys, man. You get always able to pick up the phone and call him or an assistant coach till this day. And, they, you know, they'll pick up and order text you and just, you know, pick their brain and things of that nature, you know. So when I got this job, he was super happy for me. Um, he was one of my references. So, you know, he had he spoke to the school um on my behalf as well so you know when you have people like that on like having your back it, it helps yeah i can't like coach cal that's gonna be an amazing reference to have on your uh resume for someone to call instead <laughs> having coach cal as number put on there for a reference that's gonna be that's awesome and he seems like a great guy um when you coached at lynn english high school what's some of the things that you took from coach cal to bring to uh lynn and help build that program uh, you know, just just that family atmosphere, that accountability, um, you know, <clears throat> holding guys accountable. You know, when you're dealing with kids in the inner city, it's not easy. You know, everybody got different agendas, different attitudes and different mindsets. So, you know, when I got that job, you know, my job was to get these kids to understand and think college, you know, whether it was Division one, two or three, you know, I want your kids to go to college. That's that's the ultimate goal. And these kids bought in um, fast, you know, in four years, we in three years, you know, minus this year, you know, we won two Division One state championships. 16 to 17 kids go off to college. F few of them get scholarships and things of that nature. So we, we turned it around in, in such a fast time. But Lynn has so much talent. It was just a matter of fact of a coaching staff, not just myself. I had a great staff with me. Um, we, we put together some some rules and some some standards that they had to, that they had to that they had to live by and they were able to follow those things, man, and they, they shot themselves off to a, to a hell of a high school career. Yeah, that's awesome. You did a great job of that program. Uh, you know, you won their first state championship since 1939, and then to go back-to-back -back is just awesome to have two two state championships. Uh, first of all, w did you get a ring? Did you guys get ring or jackets? What'd you go with? Oh, man, the first, first year we got rings and jackets. Yeah. And then the second one, we just got rings. Um, you know, we got two really, really nice rings. Our, our AD and the, you know, the administration put, made things happen. Um, an alumni made donations. So we, we got some really nice Letterman jackets and some nice rings for both years. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, and then, you know, what's like, and you meant, you kind of touched upon this. What's the most like important thing when you come to that program, you see about, you know, 16, 17, your players going off to college. How important is that to you to see them go on to a higher education and, you know, play basketball? Oh, man, to the next it, it, means, it means a lot. You know, I talk to those guys all the time, just shoot them texts, checking on them. And, you know, we, we all built such a great relation with those kids that they know the right or wrong. You know, we got their back. Um, we're always here to support them. You know, a lot of them who all play, you know, college ball, D2, D3 ball. And, you know, their coaches are text, still text me. You know, you know, they're missing class. They know that they know like 
I got I put a little bit of hair in them still a little bit. <laughs> um, so their coaches, you know, do a great job of communicating. Um, they play for some some awesome college coaches, man. So very fortunate enough to be able to have those friendships, relationships with these coaches, um, you know, that my guys are playing at. So it's been awesome. But my guys, for the most part, all doing very well academically. Um, you know, that's the most important thing. And on a basketball court, their game show, their game speaking volumes. That's that's amazing. That's awesome. And also, too, what's it like to leave? That's fine. What was it? What's it like to leave a legacy there at Lynn at Lynn High School as a coach and as well as a player? Oh, man, you know, it's, it feels good, man. You know, that's you know, that's my hometown. Um, I love that place dearly. Um, you know, that that place means the world to me. So who have been able to have a huge impact on my city as a, as a player and have people look up to me in that aspect. And then as a coach as well, giving back and doing what I can to, to help these kids now um, go further in life is, is, is awesome. Um, you know, so that, you know, I thought it was going to be tough leaving, which it was, but the support that I got from everybody in the community, from the principal and the athletic director, VPs, superintendent, everybody was amazing. So, um, you know, just makes you kind of pat yourself on the back a little bit, you know, and that's something I've never done, but, you know, you want to pat yourself on the back just to know people appreciate the, the work that you put in with the kids to help them do, do well. Yeah, it's amazing. I read nothing but great words about you in the article when you, I saw that you had committed to the Springfield Commonwealth, but it seems like the athletic director and uh, the assistant coaches had nothing but great things to say about you, coach, and what you did over there at, at Lynn. Oh yeah, man. You know, you know, putting a lot of work, you know, as you know, being around basketball, man, you know, in the public school, you make a, a stipend for five months in Massachusetts yeah. and Lynn $5,000. Right. So yeah. you don't make a lot of money, but you know, you just invest so much time making sure you build relationships with the, the guidance counselors um, in every the administration, you know, get keeping these kids on track all year round academically um, things of that nature, man. So it's it just helping kids get, you know, uh, YMCA memberships, parents can't afford them and things like that. Um, so, you know, like it's not, it, everyone knows it's not about the money. You, you spend more money than you make yeah. helping these kids and, you know, buying uniforms or, or getting in team shoes or book bag just so they feel a part of something. And I think that's what my coaches, man, they, they were, they were a great help. We never, everything I did, we did together. Um, you know, I'll run about them. If we all make that approval, my AD was amazing. You know, he was always anything we needed for summer leagues or fall leagues, he would contribute, make sure we had it, anything to keep these kids out of the streets and, you know, focused on school and basketball. So I think that's where they, they get those words from, but I'm very appreciative of the kind words they said for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, coach, you just sound like, I, you just sound like an amazing person about how much you care about the kids. And like I had mentioned before we started this interview, uh, and I might've mentioned in this interview that Springfield Commonwealth is extremely lucky to have, uh, you know, their, them as you, uh, coaching their team, because this is sound like an amazing person of what you're doing. And the kids are extremely lucky to have you as a coach. Cause you just, you care, you obviously it's, it's care. And you're just a great person. Oh man. Trying, man. You know, I appreciate it, man. I think, you know, going into this, man, I, like I said, I was in the prep school game and I played at two different schools. I played at Main Central, which is in the NEPSAC, or what I used to be in NEPSAC, they're a high school now. And then uh, Longburn Prep, and we were the number one team in the country and 17 guys won Division One. So, you know, it's you had the best of, you, had, you know, you played, you know, the best of both worlds, but at the same time, you learn 
the relationships that you have with these coaches. I still talk to my coach from Longbrook prep to this day. He's the head coach at Scotland Cambridge, who will play this year a few times. And, you know, you still you have those connections still and guys that coach you now, like I got a coach against them. Um, Jason Smith at Brewster, who I knew since I was 16, 17 years old in high school, when I took a visit to his school, the coach at Brishton, who's still there, coach, coach Witt, who I took a visit to his school. So, you know, it's going to be weird. Uh, but at the same time, you got so much, I got so much respect for those guys and the, the way that, you know, Coach Smith built up his programs, one of the best in the country, um, you know, Coach Wood as well. So I'm looking forward to the challenge, man, you know, just to learn from these other coaches in the league because they're all super helpful. Um, and I'm, I'm just super excited, man, to, to, to get going. Yeah, no, it's, it's very excited. I'm very pumped up for you. Um, and just hearing you talk makes me want to play for you. I, I think I might have some eligibility. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But <laughs> it's just, but, <laughs> um, but it seems, it's just awesome to make you sound like I could run through a wall for you, Coach. So the players are lucky to have you. Um, but I want to ask, too, I want to talk about your playing career and what was your recruiting process like and how did you end up going to, uh, you know, Memphis? What did Coach Cal say to you? What was the attraction to go play for Coach Cal? Man, it was my, my recruitment was wild, man. Honestly, man, you know, I played for uh, New England players, Metro Boston as well, and and uh, you know Rhode Island Hawks for some tournaments as well. And you know, we, you know, I got got I hit the ground running kind of late. My recruitment came late, like going into my senior year. Um, you know, had a, a, a good amount of schools. A lot of the, the schools on the East Coast, UConn, Providence, BC, a bunch of offers from the, those schools, Big East. Um, some ACCs, a lot of the Big Tens, and then, you know, I actually committed to Michigan State first. Um, decommitted probably about a month after, <clears throat> and that's when Memphis kind of came in like guns blazing, man. Um, you know, Coach Barbie, who's now the coach, uh, head coach at Central Michigan. I knew him since I was a kid because he recruited my brother to UMass, um, my older brother. So. My family was very familiar with him. And so when he called, my mom listened. And, you know, just started to get to know him now as a as an 18-year-old kid. Get to know Coach Kellogg, who's also the head coach at LIU Brooklyn, and Coach Cal. So I'm getting to know these guys. And, man, you know, I took my visit, and I loved it. Then they came on in-home visit, man. And, you know, they sailed the deal, man. You know, just, just was honest with us. Um, you know, didn't promise anything. Just said everything's going to be earned here. But we play freshmen. That's all I need to hear. And, and man, it was, you know, probably about two or three weeks later, you know, I really wanted to take my time making sure I made the right decision. So, uh, you know, I called Coach Kyle and told him I was committing and and the rest was history, man. I had a blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get you uh, like you said some records to you. It's most minutes played ever. Right. For uh, in Memphis history. And then you've also like you scored over a thousand points in Memphis history. Right. Too, as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. So I had a, had a great career, man. was fortunate, like I said, man, had over 1,000 points, 500 rebounds or 500 assists. Like, the, you know, the only one in the school to do that, which is a good thing, right? Yeah. Um, most minutes and, you know, won a lot of games, man. So that was the biggest part for me. I love to win, man. Um, and, you know, playing 150 games, winning 137 of them is a great percentage. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but it's definitely a very high winning percentage. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you also played in the national championship game too and you played with d rose i mean what was it like to play a just to play in an ncaa tournament and to make it to the finals 
And, you know, the play with a guy like Derek Rose as well, too. I mean, and like other guys like that in your team, Chris Douglas Roberts and uh, Dozier. Like, what was it like to play with those guys, too? That was a dream come true, man. You know, as a kid, you watch the Final Four. You always want to play that that game. You see the one shining moment. Those type of things. So actually live it was wild, man. You know, so for my, my parents and my, my siblings and my cousins and my uncles to be there. Was 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 super special, man. Uh, <clears throat> playing with Derek was awesome. He's one of the, you know one of the best players, you know, youngest MVP ever in NBA history, and you know he special talent, but also a great person, great teammate. Um, was a you know was a great leader. You know, same with Tyreek Evans, same with Chris Douglas Roberts, Robert Dozier, Joey Dorsey. You know, the the list goes on. Andre Allen, Willie Kemp, those guys, man. You know, you you. you become brothers with, you know, these are guys you with every day, all day, literally. Um, and, you know, you just build a bomb man. and we just can, we all clicked so well, we trusted one another on and off the floor and it made the game so much easier for us. Um, we, we held each other accountable, man. We pushed one another and, you know, <clears throat> covering a D Rose or Chris Douglas Roberts in practice made it a lot easier covering someone else on the obviously team. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it must have must have been made a lot easier, right? <laughs> you have to come those yeah, guys. De definitely, definitely a little easier for sure. <laughs> that's all. That's a amazing. Do you have like a, a favorite game or a favorite cow coach cow story that you could share? Oh uh, man, I I'd probably say my freshman year, man, was like my lesson that I learned quick not to get him mad. And I think we we were at home. And we were playing Purdue. And uh, no, no, I'm sorry, Louisiana Tech. I'm sorry, yeah, Louisiana Tech, Paul Millsap. <clears throat> we we're yeah. playing them at home and we're, you know, it was a good game. And, you know, in the, you know, uh, assignments, you know, pregame, he tells you how to, if you switch on Paul Millsap, I want you to front him, you know. <clears throat> me being a freshman, me thinking I, I could do it all, you know. I, I got caught behind him, man, and he buried me, and he scored, called a timeout going off on me, called me every name in the book, every name you can imagine. And, you know, I you know, I just kind of was like, ah, oh, whatever, coach. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, what you say? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, he's like, did you not pay attention? I'm like, I heard you. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, you'll never go back in the game. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, he, oh, he's going to put me back. Did not go back. Again. Really? And this was uh, probably like, six or seven minutes into the game. Oh, I was sick to my stomach. I made sure every time after that, I, I, I looked at the scouting report, walking out of the locker room, going onto the court. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah, it's a life lesson learned right there, right off the bat, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know, you, you want to win, man. So you got to pay attention to detail. I learned my lesson fast, man. <laughs> I love it. That's uh, that's great that you learned your lesson fast. And uh, obviously it, it paid off. I mean, you ended up playing, you had a, a pretty, uh, you know, you played professional ball, like in the G League, and you actually had like a 10-day contract with the Thunder, and you played overseas. What was your professional career like? It was awesome, man. It was it was a whirlwind, but at the same time, great experiences. Um, you know, playing in the D League, winning a championship in the D League my first year, <clears throat> you know, getting called, getting a couple call-ups. Um, building relationships with those guys on the Thunder, you know, Russ and James and Kevin and Eric Maynard and Serge Ibaka, guys who you still speak to to this day and have friendships with 
and then you go overseas and you play with you know some great guys Isaiah Swan from Florida State and John Bryan from Santa Clara you play with some great guys my game Dane Bradshaw my guy from Creighton so you you meet so many great people that you you know thinking overseas is different but man those guys are so talented over there man so I loved it I loved it man you know then when the injuries hit I just dealt with it and it's you know took a year off and then got into coaching but as far as playing, man, wherever, wherever I went, I was winning, man. My team won. That's how I was. <laughs> so that was a good part. Yeah, it's a, that's a great part. Uh, well, you know, what's, what's it like to see, like, what Russell Westbrook's doing today and, like, breaking those, those records, you know, having played with him? You, you know, you don't, you don't even think twice because that's who he is. He's how hard he plays. We, we, could, we played against him in college as well in the Final Four. Russ just plays hard, man. He's going to give it his all every time out. There's no backing down from that dude, man. He's one of the hardest working dudes in the league, as you can see, man. For your, everybody can see for themselves, and his game just just shows, man. He, you know, he's doing this. He's not slowing down. That's for sure. <laughs> no, definitely not. He's a he's a beast. It's it's crazy what he's doing uh, right crazy. now. It's absolutely crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Like? He, oh, crazy. Yeah. What was it like uh, playing overseas too? Did you like, what was the best part about playing overseas? I mean, you get to travel a lot, right? Too, and like explore different parts of the Yeah. Europe. You know, you, you know, you get to travel to food is amazing. You get to try different foods, man. You know, learn, you know, just be around different cultures and learn, you know, just kind of see different things, man. And kind of take it all in for what it is. Um, and just understanding it's more of a grind over there, man. You know, you practice four or five days a week for one game on a weekend or maybe two. So, it's a grind, but at the end of the day, man, when you play basketball and you love doing what you do, you know, it's all worth it. What was the best place you had food? Best place I ever went? Where was the best place to had food and like what, what country had the best food? Oh, man, I would probably say the Middle East, man. Oh, their food is so good. Really? So, oh, my God, Middle Eastern food is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Coach, we meant to just hang out and be like, do some foodie stuff together because <laughs> you seem oh, like a big food person. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. That's why I'm hoping Springfield got some good spots, man. Yeah. Someone's got to give a suggestion. We'll, we'll reach out and ask for some suggestions for some people as well, too. Uh, the listeners maybe can give us some suggestions for good places to eat. eat. Um, they're all, they're all going to say Red Rose. That's the, that's, the, that's the Springfield spot. Red Rose? What's that spot? Yeah, it's, it's all right. I had it. It's pizza place, like sub shop, pasta. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we just something better. It has to be something better. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, too. Also, well, coach, you mentioned you had a couple injuries, and um, you know, and I saw a little brief documentary, like a trailer of the documentary you're putting together. Um, you have a rare disease called uveitis, right? Or uveitis in your eye? Is that what it is? Yeah, uveitis. So it's inflammation disease that, like, once, like you know, usually when the seasons change, you know, it flares up for probably like a day or two. Yeah. Um. So it causes like your know, eyes to burn a little, like little little fog in your eyes a little bit. Uh, yeah. But you know, you get you, they give you like you know some steroid eye drops or something like that, and it kind of it'll go away. <clears throat> um, but you just got to be aggressive with the drops, like every hour for like two days, and it goes away. But you know, it's something that you got to deal with forever. So I've just been accustomed to it, man. Just keep it going. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And then you also had an eardrum issue as well, too, that, like, eardrum burst or something? Yeah, eardrum, man. My eardrum ruptured <clears throat> as well. So, you know, an incident, you know, like fireworks and things of that nature. So 
um, you know, was able to, you know, overcome that as well. It's fortunate, man. Like we said, uh, said earlier, man, it's like a human Mr. Potato Head from the neck up, man. But I love it. I, don't, I wouldn't change it, man. I wouldn't change it to go back to play ball because, you know, we've been able to impact so many lives, man. Um, so it's, it's been a blessing for sure. I love that. It's so positive. Yeah. And you said that made you go into coaching and, uh, you know, uh, changed from playing to coaching. And what was your first coaching career? Like, what was your first coaching um, job? I was on um, LinkedIn, man. And I was on LinkedIn. I, you know, I, I took a year off from after I was done playing. I had like surgery. So it's been about a year and a half. So I did anything with basketball. Um, I already had like camps and clinics going on in my hometown. Um, so I was on LinkedIn, man. And I, reached out to, I seen an opening for an assistant coaching position at Wheelock College, uh, the head coach, Matt Levangie, and I reached out to him. We met, we probably talked for like four hours just talking basketball. He hired me, man. And, you know, I think, you know, he's seen how hard I was working, how, like, I loved, you know, he taught me about, like, running a practice and how to game plan and practice plan and things I'd never done before. I just knew how to play and teach the game in a different, I didn't know. You know, you had to incorporate so much. Um, that year ended, man. And Coach Harvey from Salem State had reached out to me. He's like, oh, man, I heard you were in a coaching. I know your local guy would love to have you, you know. And, I, you know, I, you know, I went there with him. Um, we, we did pretty well, man. We had a great year. And that, that year is about to get over. Coach Chabo and our Franklin Pierce in Division Two has like someone I know reach out to me and, you know, just seeing my interest and like being able to recruit scholarship level kids was like, I'm like, Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, uh, and so I was crazy. I was there for a year. And during that year, the, the head coach at Lynn English was going through cancer. Um, you know, Garasa, so he passed away during the year and the job was open. Everyone knew the job was opening up. A bunch of people, you know, are you going for it? Are you going for it? Are you going for it? I'm like, I don't know. I'm in coaching. I'm like, I'm in coaching D2. Like, it only can go up from here, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, some people just, you know, my mom, and she just talked to me about the impact I can have. I was coaching my hometown and things of that nature, man. So I put my name in a hat, and I got it. And um, and we went off. Well, the kids went off, man. I just went off on the sideline yelling at them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Coach, also, like, when you, like, have all those coaching experiences and then you eventually take over your own program, as well as you're from playing, too, and things that you learn from Coach Cowan and then from coaching, you learn from other things from other coaches. How do you create your own coaching philosophy from those guys? You know, just, you know, just be yourself. You know, you know, you learn so much from so many coaches and players that you've been around, but you do it in, 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 in your own style. You know what I mean? You, you find your own niche and you, you go with it, you know, and you're able to create that culture, create that 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 bubble of success within you and the, your program and just stick to stick to your guns, man. You know, you just stick to what you know. Also, be willing to learn, be able to take, you know, take advice from your assistant coaches, um, take advice from other coaches, watch a bunch of college NBA basketball, watch film, study, study different coaches, styles everybody got their own style so you know it takes hours and hours of learning but at the same time if you love it do it and I love it so I'm always trying to learn watching certain defenses or watching certain press breakers or certain quick hitters or certain motion offenses or 
things of that nature, man. So anything I can do to better myself, to help my team get better, I'm all, I'm all about it. That's great. That's a, that's amazing. You just sound like you're, even though you're a coach, you're still a student of the game in some sort of way. Oh yeah, man. I love the game, man. Basketball is going to be with me forever, man. Just in a, in a great place, man, mentally that I can sit there and, you know, <clears throat> give back and help these kids now, you know, who, who are looking to get to the next, next level and kind of give them some expectation on what it takes to earn minutes or what it takes to, earning coaches trust and things of that nature and what to what to try to avoid when I get to campus and so man I'm it's it's awesome to be able to be able to be in this situation and be able to help these guys man so I'm looking I can't wait man I cannot wait it's gonna be fun that's awesome that's so excited and those kids are extremely lucky to learn from uh you know someone who's been on the d1 level has been through it and and totally understands what to do and what the right things to do so they're they're extremely lucky to have you as a coach coach Oh yeah, no doubt about it, man. Now you you know you you're coaching kids who can play at that level, like you know, on every position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You you could do a lot more. You know, you could do a lot more offensively, defensively. Um, and you know, it's, it's gonna be fun. You know, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna be learning just like them. Uh, but we just, we're gonna do it together. We go, we gonna you know we're gonna win together. We're gonna lose together. We're gonna take our fall. We get, but we're gonna get up. And you know, as long as we're doing it as one, the outcome will, outcome will be great. It's that family aspect that you were preaching. You were talking about earlier, right? It's that having that family oh, most aspect. Definitely. Most it. definitely, always. That's, that's the best way to do it. I love it. That's the best way to do it. I think that's amazing. I think it's going to be a heck of a scene. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, uh, you can catch me at some games. Uh, but it's I'm excited for you, coach. Springfield's very lucky to have you. Oh man, I love that man. I mean a lot. We got it. We got to do something for sure. Yeah, I'll send you a shirt. I got some shirts. I'll send you a shirt. You got to give me your size. I'll send you a shirt. Oh yeah, I'm XL. Big big stomach over here, man. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, I got them, so don't worry. <laughs> uh, Coach, I just have like a couple more questions that are just outside of basketball, just for you know the listeners get to know you just outside of basketball as well too. Uh, so I know we talked about food. What what is your favorite food? Oh man, I love I love and I love and I love seafood, man. Uh, you know today for man when for lunch today one of my homeboys you know clams and mussels man and, and scallops we, you know so love seafood man if not seafood i'd probably say spanish food as well is really good um or chinese those three some, those are great choices all right there all some of my favorites as well too what's uh, uh what's the best place to eat in lynn i'm sorry What's the best place to eat in Lynn? Where where to go? Where is the best place to get food in Lynn? Oh, the best food place in Lynn? Yeah, in your seafood. opinion. In my opinion, Chinese food, man. Got to go to green tea. Yeah. Uh, Sp Spanish food, you got to go to Tipico. Uh, <laughs> seafood is hard because everybody has really good places. But if you want to go to like a restaurant uh, outside, you know, you, you got to go with probably... I like the marina. That's the place I like. Um, or Charlie Seafood is a local place where the man is It's really good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll have to try those places out if I'm ever in Lynn and uh, visiting up there. Um, what about, uh, what's your favorite basketball team? University of Memphis, man. What do you think about Penny Hardaway coaching over there? Love it. Love it. Love it, man. You know, Penny's making strides. So, 
program's starting to turn the corner. It's going. We'll, we'll be scary next year. We'll be in that NCAA tournament next year. That's that's for sure. Oh, that's exciting. Yes, definitely for sure. Yeah, Penny's doing a great job with them, getting some great recruits over there for them as well. Oh yeah, most definitely. He's doing his thing. That's awesome. What, what's your favorite music? Uh, I listen to everything, man. Rap, R&B, um, you know, laid back, man. So, you know, Jay-Z, you know, yeah. stuff like that. You know, the new stuff, I leave it up to the young boys, man. They got all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've learned so much from this podcast of who to listen to because all the kids have given me, like I've mentioned rappers I'd never heard of before. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Jay-Z, man. Yo Gotti, you know, yeah, those, those are my are... guys. Yo Gotti, I grew up when I got to Memphis. I, was, you know, I fell in love with his music, man. So those are some of the people I like to listen to for sure. That's awesome. And then my last question, Coach, is what is your favorite thing to do outside of basketball? Oh, I just like to relax, man. I'm a homebody, man. I love watching movies. love watching TV shows. Um, you know, just, just kicking it. You know, like, you know, like, you know, just try to Stay out of trouble, stay out of the way, um, but I don't do much, man. I'm, I'm home. If I'm not watching TV show or hanging with the kids, hanging with my kids, I'm, I'm pretty much watching basketball, wow. NBA TV, vintage games, Magic Johnson, and you know the Lakers, but things like that. So, or I'll go on YouTube and Google old college games, or you know when Juan Dixon played, or Allen Iverson played, or Ray Allen played, it just learn that's I what i do it. i'm a basketball nerd man i love it junkie yes that's that's the best place that's that's awesome that you do that and uh you know it sounds like it's just basketball all the time besides sometimes watching a movie or hanging out with your kids yeah thank you man i appreciate you having me man hey anytime coach you're always welcome to come back on the show uh i'm happy to have you and uh you definitely can uh catch me at some games this year for sure oh thank you appreciate it no problem all right, that was my interview with Coach Antonio Anderson. Great interview with him. Really excited for what he's about to do at Springfield Commonwealth Academy as they continue to grow and hopefully, you know, have a great season this year. Looking forward to getting up there for a few games as well. So just just all great news. Uh, very, very great stuff overall. Uh, next week, we're going to have some great episodes as well coming out to you, uh, too. As we start to pick up more, I apologize for not being more on top of things. Uh, work has just been absolutely crazy at my job, and things have just been crazy, so it's just been tough to keep up or get interviews going when you're working 12-hour shifts sometimes. So so we're back at it again. So next week, we're going to bring to you three episodes. That's right. Uh, well, yeah, three episodes, um, and it's going to be... You know, Charlie uh, Gabrowski, who actually who played uh, plays in Michigan and who will be playing his uh, college ball at Finlandia, uh, he reached out to me on Instagram, so definitely had to get him on the show. Then we'll have uh, Talia Shepard, who who's going to be playing at St. Andrews. And then we will also have Denzel Correa, who plays at Rocky Hill. So uh, great interviews coming up there. And then, you know, we're going to get back to the three interview uh three interviews a week process or maybe two interviews a week depending on how busy we are um like i said or how busy i am at work so it all depends on everything and just to currently let you guys know too that youtube is a little bit down right now but we'll see what happens there just working with youtube to get it back up it's not my story but either way you will still find a youtube channel for us anyways but i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your friday and enjoy your long weekend and we will see you guys on tuesday